beautiful. Do you find yourself feeling attached or what is called bonded to your husband, the one who hurt you, took advantage of you, the one who betrayed you through pornography or an affair? Or do you feel maybe sympathy toward him? Maybe you are even more attracted to him or have increased affection for him since he's hurt you and abused you. Well, beautiful, you could be dealing with what's called a trauma bond. And we're going to explore that today on Beauty Beyond Betrayal. Hey, beautiful, welcome to Beauty Beyond Betrayal. Have you discovered your husband's been having an affair? Do you just want the pain to stop and be able to take a deep breath again? Do you find yourself up late at night Googling how to save your marriage, heal from an affair? Do you wake up with the hope that this nightmare would end only to feel crushed and humiliated because your husband acts like the affair was really your fault and now you're left obsessing with where he is and if he's seeing her again? Hey, I'm Lisa. I too was devastated when I discovered my husband was having an affair. I too felt the pain would never end and wished he would just stop the affair and we could restore our marriage. I wanted the weight of the trauma to be lifted so I could breathe again and be able to have someone, anyone help me climb out of the dark miry pit of despair so I could begin to heal and be confident in me again. But I kept telling myself, he won't stop seeing her, must have been my fault and this pain, it'll never go away until I found hope and healing in Christ, along with simple techniques that helped me to learn how to recover from the betrayal. In this podcast, you'll discover what betrayal trauma really is, learn simple techniques to heal and recover, and get biblical guidance to help you make the right choices as you heal from the affair so you can be free from the heartbreak and the pain and rise in confidence once again to be the woman God created you to be. So beautiful, grab your favorite latte or a glass of wine, snuggle up on the couch and focus on yourself for a few minutes. Let's dive into what it really means to rise up from the ashes of betrayal and loss into a life that you really desire. Welcome back to the show, beautiful. This is a difficult topic and you know, May is Mental Health Month, and as a trauma mental health coach, I thought it was just really imperative to discuss some of the hard things this month that we deal with that affect our mental health, not just our physical health, but also affect us at a deep mental level so that we can become more aware, we can get educated on these things, and hopefully we can start to move forward in a positive way so that we can actually turn our mental health around and become healthier in the process. So that's what we're going to dive into the topic of trauma bonding today. And some of you, this may be a huge wake up call for you. It may be very difficult to listen to some of this and recognize maybe this is where you are. But listen, beautiful, this is not a bad, or let me just rephrase that. This doesn't mean that there's anything wrong with you or that there's anything bad associated with you. Not by any means. This just gives you the light or it shines the light on the fact that you are dealing with something called a trauma bond. And now that you know that you are, you are now more equipped 
to change that. So that is the goal here. All right, so without further ado, let's talk about trauma bonding. What is this thing, right? What is a trauma bond? Well, simply put, trauma bonding is actually psychological response to any form of abuse. Now, this could be emotional abuse. This could be physical abuse. This could be the abuse from you finding out about the betrayal from pornography, multiple affairs, a single emotional affair. This also could be sexual abuse in the form of you did not consent to him having an affair whatsoever. So this is actually jeopardized your physical health because you are also involved with him. So it's a, it's a psychological response to abuse of any kind that happens when you are abused in any form and this creates an unhealthy bond with the one that's actually been abusing you. And I know, listen, beautiful, I know this is hard to hear because a lot of times we think to ourselves, I'm not abused. I was just betrayed. Well, beautiful, when we've been betrayed, we've actually had some kind of abuse happen. And the abuse comes in many different forms. It can be through gaslighting, manipulation, blame shifting, love bombing, um, dropping crumbs, so to speak. There are the physical abuse, like I said, when you did not know there was a sexual affair going on and now your own health is jeopardized. So that's sexual abuse. And there's emotional abuse with all of those other things, the degrading, calling you names, uh, making you feel like you're crazy. That's under the guise of gaslighting. All of that falls under abuse, even when it comes to abandonment, rejection, neglect, all of that. So those are forms of abuse. So with that said, yes, you are dealing with a kind of abuse there. So it's important to note that not everyone, not every woman who experiences abuse in these kind of forms develops a trauma bond, but Trauma bonding typically happens when you have developed affection or sympathy for the one who is abusing you, which is usually your partner, your husband, right? Well, let me also kind of take it to a different level for you. Trauma bonding is a term that we know well in the betrayal aspect, in the betrayal arena, but the term trauma bond is also known as Stockholm Syndrome. Now, some of you may be uh, well-versed in this. Some of you may not. And Stockholm Syndrome, it's described as a deep bond that forms between the one who has actually suffered some kind of abuse through, you know, some kind of a physical, emotional, I just went through all those, right? And so you develop a deep bond between yourself and the one who has abused you. And those who have suffered in this way often develop a strong sense of loyalty towards that person, despite the fact that the bond is damaging to you. And it is damaging to you. So although you may disclose the fact that your husband has betrayed you, that he has emotionally abused you, the trauma bond means that you may also wish to receive some sort of comfort from the very one who did this to you, i.e. your 
husband. Now, Stockholm Syndrome is known as a form of a trauma bond where you kind of wait out the bad behavior that your husband is always displaying for the crumbs of good behavior that he bestows upon you at certain times. This is where you notice he will love bomb you. He'll say, you know, I cannot believe I did that to you. I will never treat you this way again. I am so sorry. And then a couple weeks go by and you see the same behavior happening all over again. And then he gives you little crumbs of love, little crumbs of what seems to be respect. He'll douse you with words that you want to hear or flowers or gifts. And then it will stay nice for a few days or a few weeks. And then you're back in the same cycle all over again. Women who go through this are often isolated from others. They feel very isolated. And the reason why is there is a sort of guilt that comes along with trauma bonding because at that point, we actually feel ashamed. We feel like something's wrong with us. We're broken because we are allowing this kind of behavior and we start to question ourselves. Why am I allowing this? Why am I caught in this cycle? Well, beautiful, how do you even know? If you're dealing with trauma bonding, how do you know whether or not you're caught in this cycle where there are certain signs and symptoms of trauma bonding? And I kind of want to go through those with you so that you can kind of do an assessment, a self-assessment to see where you are. Are you actually dealing with a trauma bond? Because once you are aware and educated on this, then you can now move forward to change it if this is what you're dealing with. So grab a pen and paper. You can put me on pause if you need to. (laughs) Grab a pen and paper because you want to go through these with me to actually see are you having any of these signs or symptoms presently. So let's jump in. So one of the signs and symptoms of trauma bonding is that you're actually ignoring the abuse that you are dealing with. What I mean by that is you are being gaslit. He is telling you you are crazy. You're not seeing what is real, even though you have concrete proof of the affair. You have concrete proof of the pornography. And he's telling you, no, this is not what you it, you think it is. This is not reality. You're crazy. I'm not doing this. So you ignore the abuse or you ignore the fact that he's calling you names. He's degrading you. He's making you feel less of who you are as a person. He's gaslighting you, manipulating you in many ways. So you You're ignoring that, hoping that his behavior will get better. Another one is you go out of your way to protect yourself. That means that you may say, you know what? You're right. Maybe I'm just being um, a little over the top. Maybe I'm making too much out of this. I'm so sorry. I'm too dramatic. You kind of comply, so to speak in a way that is self-protecting because you are in a cycle with him and you're trying to keep the peace at all costs. Instead of you instead of being a peacemaker, you've become this huge peace 
keeper at the cost of your own integrity, your own character, your own dignity, your own mental and emotional safety. So you're going out of your way to protect yourself in any way you can, even by compromising so that you can keep the peace. Another one is you walk on eggshells around him at all times. You are being very particular with your wording when you speak to him. There are certain topics that you absolutely avoid because you know that it will be a blow up. So you don't even go there. Or you're trying to be very careful in your wording with him so that you cannot um, trigger him or pinpoint a certain thing that's going to cause him to get angry. So you walk on eggshells or you're trying all kinds of ways to please him. You're trying to maybe dress in a certain way. You're trying to make sure his meals are on time when he gets home, or you're trying to uh, make sure that you fix the correct meals, make sure that the house is just, you know, spotless at all times, that you are checking in, that you are doing everything he says you have to do. Now, notice I said that he says you have have to do. These are his rules, his guidelines. It's almost like you are a prisoner in your own home, but you are doing everything to please him so that you don't rock the boat. Another one is you take him back at the smallest sign of remorse or apology. So you notice the cycle has begun. He's in a bad way. He's screaming, hollering. Maybe he's had another affair or you notice he's had another relapse and he's gone through the pornography. It's blown up. But now he's come back. He's apologized. He's done everything. He said, I'm throwing myself into counseling. I'm going to get an accountability partner. I'll never do this to you again, beautiful. I can't believe that I've done this to you again. I will never hurt you like this again. He's crying. He's thrown himself at your feet and you see this quote remorse and you take him back only to be done this way again and again and again. Another one is you ignore his bad behavior. You ignore it because you love him so much that you are praying with everything that you are that God will change him and that he will become the man that you know he can be. Beautiful, hear me on this. That is very unhealthy. That is actually enabling him to continue in the bad behavior. God never ever tells us to ignore their bad behavior and to become their doormat. Actually, we are told in scripture that when someone is in sin, that we are to bring it to their attention. And if they don't listen to us, then we are to bring a witness. If they don't listen to the witness, we are to bring it to the church. And if we have done all of those things, and yet they still do not turn from their wickedness, from the bad behavior that they are doing, then we are to turn them over to their own self in hopes that they will be saved. This is scriptural. And I know that it is hard to do, but if you continue to ignore their bad behavior, beautiful, you become their enabler. And I say that in all love because I used to do that. And then God woke me up to the truth of scripture. 
Another one is you hide your emotions from him. This is where you cry in the shower, you lock yourself in the bedroom, and you go to the car or wherever, but you never reveal your true emotion because you don't want to, quote, make him feel guilty or get him angry. So you are never able or free to express your own emotions to him. And this is extremely unhealthy. This is signs of a toxic relationship. You're not able to be your authentic self. And this will continue to just bring you down and it will destroy your emotional and mental health over time. Then there is their mood often dictates your mood. Do you find when he is in a bad mood that it totally changes your mood? Let me give you a for instance. Maybe you work from home or maybe you're a full-time mom and you're home all day long. He's at work. You are having a wonderful day. The atmosphere in your home is beautiful. You're having fun with your kids or you've had a great work day, whatever. But you notice your mood is bright. You actually have pockets of joy. But as soon as he walks in that door, his negative mood permeates the atmosphere. And you notice you have a shift in your own mood. Beautiful, if this is happening, this is definitely toxic, and this is a sign of a trauma bond. All right, the next one is you feel like you can't leave. You feel like you are a prisoner in your own home. You feel like you are trapped. Now, it can be due to finances. It can be due to the fact that you are not capable right now of getting your own place. You might not have a job, whatever that is, but you feel trapped. You feel like, I can't leave this relationship. I'm stuck. This is a form of a trauma bond. Beautiful. There is always a way out. You can set yourself a safety plan, put it into motion so that you can start working towards a way out. I remember when I first found out about my husband's affair, I felt this way. And I realized, my gosh, I'm trauma bonded. And at the same time, I feel like I'm a prisoner in my own home. I've got to do something about this. And so I started working very diligently, saving up the money to move out. Yes, I'm the one that moved out, but I chose to. I needed to get away from my home because it was just very taxing for me. And the atmosphere was just belittling, it was toxic, and I needed a fresh start. So I saved up enough money to get myself out and start over fresh, and we were separated for that year. So beautiful, there is a way you can set yourself a plan and you can start working towards it. And I would also say to enlist your safe people, maybe trusted family, friends, co-workers, those you can trust that you can confide in and they can help keep you accountable in your plan to move yourself forward. Here's another one. You feel worthless about their praise and adoration when they give it to you, those breadcrumbs, so to speak, when they have done something wrong towards you and then they turn around and they seem to be remorseful. They have a small behavior change for a time being, but then it's not true heart transformation. It The cycle starts all over again. But when they say these things, they, they say it in a way that makes you feel worthless and you feel worthless. 
This is a trauma bond. Another one is you doubt yourself and your sanity. What does this come from? This actually comes from the gaslighting that you've been under, the manipulation, the breadcrumbing, the love bombing, all of these things that you've been enduring, which are signs of emotional abuse. You've been under this for so long that now you doubt your sanity and you doubt yourself. You start to really wonder, can you trust your own decisions? You look at it and say, wow, I should have seen the red flags, but I didn't. Wow, can I even trust myself anymore? This is a trauma bond. Another is you have lost your sense of self and you've lost your self-confidence. Beautiful. This is a huge one. We definitely lose ourselves in betrayal. We really do. We start to lose who we are, our authenticity. We don't even know our real self anymore. Uh, We start to wonder who is the woman in the mirror, right? And we wonder if we can ever feel bold and confident again. But I want you to know that you can. It takes healing and it takes the hard work of a healing journey. And if you're like, Lisa, that sounds great, but I don't know where to even begin because I am so entrenched in this right now. Well, beautiful, below in the show notes, I have a 20-minute free consult call. We get on the phone together or we can get on a Zoom. I usually love to get through Google Meet so I can see you face-to-face and encourage you. But this is a free consult where we get on together. We find out where you currently are where you desire to be, and then we develop a strategy plan for your healing process, and then you decide, we both do together, is coaching right for you. Let me tell you, I have had 99.5% of those who have had consults with me jump on the bandwagon to do coaching, because what you have during that consult is you are heard, you are seen, you are understood because beautiful, I know where you are. I have been there. I know the agony. I know the devastation of betrayal. I know what it feels like to be stuck in a trauma bond. And I give you a strategy on that consult call to regulate your nervous system, to start calming yourself so that you can already see what it's like to get to a better place. All of that's in that consult. Go below in the show notes or go to www.affairrecoveryplan.info. Schedule yourself there and let's talk about your recovery plan today. All right, let's get back to it. The next one is you compromise to please them. You compromise. And I talked about this a little while earlier, but beautiful compromising does nothing but hurt you. Never compromise your integrity, your character, your moral values just to please them. Always, always, first and foremost, stay as the woman of God who God created you to be. God calls you to be loyal to him first, not your husband. And I'm going to say that again. God does not call you to be loyal to your husband or your marriage before him. God calls you to be loyal to him first and foremost. So stay loyal to God. Stay loyal to what you know God calls you to, what is true. God values people, you, more above the marriage relationship. 
And I know that might sound controversial to some of you because I know we've been inundated in the Christian realm where you stay married at all costs. This is a mandate of God. God hates divorce. That's a whole nother podcast in itself. But the reality is God doesn't value the institution of marriage above people. His creation, the image bearers that he created. And you are his image bearer and he values you. So never, ever, ever compromise your integrity, your loyalty to God just to please your husband. All right. The next one is you feel starved for love and attention. You get breadcrumbs and that's about all you get. You always think to yourself, if only I was loved the way that the Bible talks about being loved. If only I was loved in the marriages that I see are true biblical marriages. Beautiful. If that's how you are feeling, if you are starved for true love and affection, and I'm not, I'm, I'm not talking about the Hollywood version, which is twisted and not godly. I'm talking about true biblical love. If that's what you're starved for, then you're probably trauma bonded. And then I want to also give you this beautiful. If you have seen yourself in any of these, you are dealing with a trauma bond and you're like, well, Lisa, what do I do? Well, beautiful. The first thing is you have to become aware of where you are. Acknowledge the truth that you are in right now a trauma bond, that you've been wounded, you've been traumatized by his pornography addiction, his sexual addiction, his emotional affair or sexual affair that he's been involved in, that it has definitely had a huge impact on your emotional, mental, and physical well-being. And it's time for you to step in a healing journey. It is time for you to put yourself first right now to receive the healing that you need and that you so deserve. It is time for you to do that today. Beautiful. I would say acknowledge where you are and then the next thing is to reach out to someone who is trusted, a family member, friend, co-worker, clergy at your church that you know you can trust, a woman who's a sister in Christ, or you can reach out to me below in the show notes, but reach out to someone that you can trust and share your story with. Do not stay silenced. That's what the enemy would love for you to do because if he can keep you isolated, if he can keep you silenced, then he has control over you. The enemy seeks to steal, kill, and destroy, but Christ came that you may have life and have it more abundantly, not just in eternity, but here now today. So reach out to someone today, share your story, use your voice, And then decide that you are going to do whatever it takes to get yourself the help and healing that you so deserve. So beautiful, I hope this helped you today to understand what trauma bonding is and to understand whether or not you are dealing with it so that you can get the help that you so deserve. Thank you for listening today and stay tuned for the rest of this month. We're going to do quite a bit on mental and emotional health. Be blessed. Thanks for stopping by today and spending a little while with me. 
I hope you enjoyed today's show and found hope, healing, and encouragement. Please remember to subscribe to my podcast and leave a review. You can even screenshot this episode and share it on IG or Facebook stories. This is how we get the message of hope and healing out to all women who are in the midst of betrayal and loss. If you're ready to move out of the devastation of betrayal and take the next step in your healing, make sure to reach out to me and schedule your breakthrough coaching call today. Until next time, love God, live your life passionately, and always choose joy in the midst of any circumstance that you may face. Cheers to you, beautiful.